The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready for some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at. Uh, at uh, VoiceAmerica.com. Come check us out. We are growing ever so fast in this world of technology. Hey, we had a wonderful draft last week, and I can't believe how this uh, how this turned out. You know, I always thought that uh, Carolina was going to take uh, Cam Newton. I, I've never moved off of it, but I also knew that. Uh, Oh, my goodness, Patrick Peterson and Vaughn Miller was going to be uh, playing it close as well, along with uh, uh, Cam Newton's uh, uh, compadre that uh, he didn't go until later on, but he still was picked. Uh, uh, he was picked off for early as well. To the number, he fell to number 13, Nick Fairley. All right, I want to uh, start off uh, by by uh, saying that you know we had a nine eleven back in the o one season, and uh, and I tell you, I tell you that uh, can't believe it. It will be ten years uh, this coming September that the nine eleven happened, and then we had yesterday, um, uh, what was it, May the first. Uh, 2011, we had the situation that come across with Ben uh, Os- Osama bin Laden was captured and killed, and uh, he was the most wanted man in America and in the world. So we uh, captured and uh, assassinated him, and he is uh, supposedly dumped in sea, but they got pictures and everything before they did that. That's a little inside scoop there. But uh, I want to get back to the draft, and I know that was big news, and it's making a big impact on our on our country and the world uh, to make the world a better place because this man has uh, inflicted a lot of pain to a lot of people all around the world. And uh, 
no more, no more of this uh, weapons of mass destruction thing happening. I wanted, I wanted to come to an end, and I'm glad it has. And, and it intertwines with our, with our football world by, by way of happening in the New York City and during the football season. And I, I got a few words of Coach Coughlin that has something to say about that today, and I'm going to cover that during the second segment. But back to the draft. Cam Newton was our number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. And uh, I can't say enough, uh, but he's got some hurdles to overcome to learn a system uh, during a lockout year where they're not going to be able to go in and get to get that uh, get the work done and uh, the repetitions that they need to to learn the offense and the pro style uh, offensive set. Uh, so he's going to have a lot uh, to overcome during the course of this season. Going to the next uh, next. Uh, pick was Von Miller to the Broncos, and this kid graded out at a 97. He's the outside linebacker, and he uh, he does it all. He covers, he uh, tackles uh, with uh, support, run support. The kid uh, has a tremendous highlight reel that, uh, that looked really well. Uh, Marcel Darius was picked by the Bills as a defensive tackle. He graded out high as a 97 as well. And then we had uh, A.J. Green was picked up by the Bengals. That leaves speculation of what they're going to do with Ocho Cinco. Are they going to keep him? Uh, Ocho Cinco wants out of there. So does uh, uh, Anderson. He wants out of there. And, uh, boy, they got a lot of controversy and things going on there. They're going to have to clean that stuff up. Uh, if they can retain everybody, they're going to have some awesome weapons for Anderson to throw the ball to. Uh, so he, if he can keep everybody happy there, they're going to be fine. Patrick Peterson was picked fifth by the Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals picked this this fine prospect out of LSU. This kid can run, he can catch, he got ball skills, he can cover. Uh, he's got he's a uh, he's a shutdown corner. So we're going to see if this kid can shut people down because when it's time to go up there to Flagstaff, I want to see how he handles Fitzgerald or, or on the press. Uh, and, and, and you guys don't understand the press. That's when a, when a, when a, a cornerback is uh, pressing a wide receiver is press no help. The, that means the, all the safeties are blitzing, the corners are covering man-to-man, and it's press-no-help, and this is what kind of guy this guy is. He's a press-no-help type of guy, and he can shut down his side of the field, period. So I am, I'm, I'm ecstatic to see this guy get picked as uh, the number five pick for the Cardinals. They need some, needed some help out there at the defensive backfield, and they need, also still need some help with them safeties uh, back there as well so uh, if they can uh, secure that uh, that free safety up a little bit to uh, get another free safety in there to help out back there uh, uh, that that's going to shore up that uh, defensive backfield there Julia Julio Jones out of uh, this kid this kid was fantastic out of Alabama, running a wide receiver, went to the Falcons, and I mean he traded the world for this kid. They, they gave up a lot to move up in the draft on this guy, so he, he's got to show that he's worth the, the price of admission when it comes time for them to because they gave up they gave up next year's draft this year's draft to, to it should, they gave up a lot to get this kid so it's going to be intriguing uh, going into this 2011 season it's going to be intriguing in Falcon Land. 
Aldon Smith, defensive end, uh, went to the 49ers, and uh, he's a fine prospect as well. And then the surprise pick uh, that everybody saw um, coming out, number eight, was Jake Locker, uh, quarterback out of uh, uh, UW, uh, Washington, went to the Titans. And then I did not was not surprised to see the Cowboys grab my boy Tyron Smith out of uh, USC. This kid uh, is uh, is a specimen, and he's also put on a little weight, so he was just a little light in the pants. And when he's his body is ripped to shreds, and he looks awesome with his shirt off. Boy, he sure make offensive linemen look good around here. Number 10, Blaine Gabbard, quarterback. Uh, he went with the Jaguars, and uh, he was a fine pick as well. Uh, kind of surprising to some to see him go so high. J.J. White, uh, Watt, was defensive end, uh, out of, uh, went to Texans on the number 11 pick. And then number 12 was Christian Ponder, QB, uh, quarterback that went to the Vikings uh, at the number 12. And uh, to see Nick Farley fall to the number 13 spot uh, uh, after being the number one for under some people's uh, board, on some people's board, uh, it was amazing. Okay, Robert Quinn, defensive end, went to the Rams. That's going to help the Rams tremendously because uh, this kid is awesome. And then Mike Ponce, a center for the Dolphins. Ponce was an excellent selection. They needed help uh, on their offensive line as well. Ryan Kerrigan, defensive end, went to the Redskins. Um, I, I thought he was a stretch to go in, this, in the first round, but they picked the Redskins, grabbed him. So we'll see how he turns out when, once the season uh continues. Nate Solder, uh, offensive tackle, went to the Patriots. He was a he was a fine prospect. 18 uh went to Corey Luget, uh, defensive tackle to the Chargers. Uh that was a, that was a solid pick. Prince Armakamura, DB, went to the Giants. That was an excellent pick because this kid uh, is, I believe, is from uh, from Arizona here. So he's a local guy that, that's, that's done good. Number 20 went to Adrian Claiborne, defensive end, to the Buccaneers. And then number 21 went to uh, Phil, uh, Phil Taylor, D-tackle, to the Browns. The, the dog pound. And then number 22, Anthony Constanzo, offensive tackle, went to the Colts. They need some offensive line help desperately, so this kid was a fine pick. 23 went to Danny Watkins, offensive guard, to the Eagles. They needed to shore up that one. And then um, uh, I attended this uh, this, this uh, draft party with, with his mom, Cameron Jordan. His mama, Anita Jordan, gave a draft party at Warren's Lounge out in, in Gilbert out there. He went to the number 24 pick, went to the Saints, the defensive end out of Cal Berkeley. This kid is going to do wonderful in knowledge. Uh, in Orleans. Number 25, James Carpenter, offensive guard to the Seahawks. Number 26, Jonathan Baldwin, wide receiver to the Chiefs. He's a fine prospect. Number 27 went to Jimmy Smith, DB to the Ravens. Boy, they, they just keep getting better back on that, on that defense. Number 28, the Saints got another pick in the first round at number 28, Mark Ingram. This kid is going to do great there. Give a one-two punch if they can just uh, retain uh, Reggie Bush and keep him 
him happy. 29, Gabe Karami, uh, offensive tackle, went to the Bears. The Bears need help desperately on the offensive line, so that, that's not going to hurt them. Number 30, Muhammad Wilkerson, defensive end, went to the Jets. And then we have um, Cameron Hayward, one of my favorites. Uh, I played with his dad. He went to the um, uh, Steelers. And then with the last pick in the in the first round went to Derek Sherrod. Offensive tackle went to the Packers. Man, the Packers just keep getting better and better. Unbelievable. I have an uh, uh real briefly, uh before we go on break, the the, the Eighth Circuit Court uh has uh, uh a court of appeals have um Oh, boy, they have lifted uh, – first they lifted the lockout back uh, on Thursday. Then it's back on again on Friday. So now, you know, it's just amazing how they just keep, uh, keep jerking this chain around here with these legal jargons here at these uh, Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. But, you know, uh, now the lockout, lockout is back on, and we got to try to get this thing back on track where we can get guys back to work and we can get people that love football back into their football worlds and enjoying to see the development of their young guys come uh, that came out of this NFL draft to come out and perform and, and show their worth. And, boy, it, 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 what a wonderful season that can take place this coming season if we can get everybody just to get along all right we want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back right after these messages here from under the helmet with Derek Kennard please call in at 888-346-9144 come on back baby Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. You'll hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek kennard we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com now back to the show Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here. Hey, I'm here in uh, Phoenix, wonderful Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, well, uh, actually, it's in Tempe, Arizona is where I'm broadcasting from. But I know I got fans all over the country, and, and especially Dallas, New Orleans, uh, uh, Reno, Nevada, Stockton, California, Los Angeles, California. Uh, man, we, uh, we run still waters run deep. And uh, I am acknowledging you all, even up there in St. Louis, Missouri, where I spend a little time out there in, in that on that east side boogie. All right. All right. We have Coach uh, Coughlin had some mem- memories of that 9-11 that occurred back in uh, uh, 2001 when that, uh, that, that dreadful day when we had uh, bin Laden had his plane, those planes uh, ignited right into those buildings and and, uh, and and just set terror to in, uh, all across this country, but especially the NYC, New York City, right there at Ground Zero, at the Twin Towers, where they where those two planes collided and hit those buildings and killed all those those uh, beautiful people that worked there. It was uh, it's a dreadful day, but uh, uh, what a uh, rejoiceful day to see that uh, they captured uh, the number the, the number one most wanted man in the world Osama bin Laden has been captured and killed and uh, uh, what a what a what a day it has been these past 24 hours to to finally have that man captured and uh, now he's no longer with us so um, you know some people still have speculations on whether it's him or or why did they dump him in the sea why couldn't we see his body what and you know what what you know why the mystery of this man and why weren't we able to physically uh see this guy uh in in, in the flesh uh and it's uh, it's amazing cuz he's been a mystery to us all by the way he's been able to to uh elude the the authorities as uh, whether it's the military uh military police or our special forces or even our technology we can look at a watch on a guy sitting in the hot tub of my backyard when uh, uh, uh and tell you what time it is but we can't find Osama I got a problem I got a problem with that so you know we we got to get better at that when it, when you able to see a guy from a satellite in, in in his own hot tub in his backyard and tell tell me what time it is on his watch you know that is some good good to uh, recon right there, uh, recon. That's called recon. You're doing some recon on what we're looking at, and they, they believe me, they can see you up there in the uh, in, in those satellites up there. All right, 
moving on, Dave Durson, uh, well, it, he's back in the news, and, and we have some updates on him that uh, Boston University uh, did some studies and uh, brain injuries to professional athletes uh, says more NFL players like Dave Durson had the brain disease associated with the repeated concussions when he committed suicide in February. The Center for the Study of Traumatic uh, uh, Head Trauma at the BU Boston University's uh, School of Medicine announced on Monday its findings on its examination of Durson's brain, saying he suffered from a chronic traumatic encephalopathy at least 20 other diseased uh, players have been found to have the uh, disease uh, the safety who began his NFL career with the Chicago Bears was 50 when his body was found February 18th Durson uh, shot himself in the chest he had requested that his brain be studied you know uh, we we as pro, uh, former players we all suffered some, some form of uh, traumatic brain injury to our brain out there, especially when you spent more than eight to ten years out there, I, I, and I've of course spent uh, eleven years in the NFL and two in the USFL. I know I've suffered some uh, uh, tremendous uh, head trauma to the brain, and uh, and I, I have memory lapses and uh, some things that's starting to show as I'm approaching fifty. I am forty-eight, approaching forty-nine, real shortly. But it, you know, things like that is uh, happens whether whether. Uh, uh, whether or not you uh, you uh, uh, have been injured playing football, but it increases your chances of getting those things done uh, happen to you when you uh, uh, play a violent sport such as pro football. But I wouldn't change those. Uh, I wouldn't change those uh, those days I had playing for nothing in the world. I enjoyed every minute, every every second of it, and I also uh, enjoyed uh, the camaraderie. Is something that I couldn't. I, I just uh, wouldn't change uh, change a thing, not at all. Now back to the picks. I want to go back over the picks and tell you what each guy brings to the table when we co- when we talk about the first round picks of the Carolina Panthers. We're talking about Cam Newton, the quarterback out of Auburn. Well, what he brings to the to the table is his physical tools. He has a tremendous arm strength and mobility. And uh, he's going to have to uh, cover a lot of territory in, on the mental aspects of it because they made the game very simple for him in Auburn by calling a couple of numbers like a 36, as he's done in his interview uh, uh, with old Chucky there. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be more complex than that because he's got, he has more, uh, more formations and, and – uh, uh, and uh, people in motion, and the, the offense is a moving part. It's, it's very fluid, and uh, that's about the best I can put it for you with that. And then number two, uh, what does Von Miller bring at the number two pick uh, in the first round to, uh, out of Texas A&M to the Denver Broncos? Well, he's a he's a really a, a great edge rusher, and uh, he has that good burst of speed off the corner. It's very impressive with his flexibility and bend, bend back inside, and he closes on the quarterback in a flash. So that is something that he brings to the table, and uh, uh, they they really like this kid to 
uh, also, he covers really well. So I've seen him do some cover moves that he's, he, this kid is, uh, he is legit. He is, he is what they say he is, okay? All right, we have uh, Buffalo pick Marcel Darius, a defensive tackle out of Alabama. This kid is uh, 319 pounds and, and, and play anywhere along the defensive line, such as the defensive end, because he's also quick and agile on that uh, on the edges. So this kid uh, brings a lot to the table as well. Man, out of Alabama, let uh, let these guys let them eligibility, I guess, and keep them for so long. All right, the fourth pick we had uh, um, uh, AJ Green, wide receiver out of Georgia. What he brings to the table is a, a natural, a gifted uh, uh, ability to get to, to to get up off the ground and uh, 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 elevate and and. and uh, just, this kid has that intangible where he just is very highly explosive um, with those legs and getting off the ground. So that this kid can just probably jump out the gym uh, and uh, and just go up and get that ball and and and, and really really just uh, shut them corners, shut their mouths up a little bit. And so that's a good pick. All right, we what does Patrick Peterson, the five, number five pick for out of LSU, bring to Arizona? Uh, but they said this guy is a pound for pound, one of the best kids uh, to come out as a, as a corner uh, next to uh, Deion Sanders. So uh, that means he's got some ball hawking st- skills to uh, to get uh, interceptions as well as um, uh, shutting down his side of the field by just n- being a lockdown corner. Boy, the Cardinals got the got their hands full, but not messing this draft pick pick up and just let the guy play. Ooh, that's going to be a barn burner there with uh, 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 DRC on the other side of that guy. Boy, I just seen DRC jump out the gym yesterday. This kid is ph- phenomenal. And with uh, and with Peterson on the other side, man, nobody should get touchdowns for the next 10 years. Atlanta Falcons have Julio Jones coming out of Alabama. Now, they gave up the world to, keep, uh, to pick this kid, and what he brings to the table is his ability uh, not only on the film, uh, on film but uh, this kid uh, has the, uh, the ability to, to do those underneath routes and, and also the speed to take you deep. So they, they gave up a lot to get this kid, and they think this guy's going to be a Hall, Hall of Fame-type guy to come here uh, across from uh, uh, Roddy White. And, boy, teams really going to have their hands full with that uh with uh, with that quarterback uh, throwing uh, Matt Ryan throwing him the, uh, him the ball and Roddy White on the other side is going to be special up in Hotlanta. All right, San Francisco picked a defensive tackle out of Missouri, Aldon Smith, and uh, what he brings to the table is. Uh, uh, he played both for four three and a three four, but uh, either way, he has uh, uh, he is better uh, against the run. So this kid, this kid has the strength and ability to shut down the run, but has the flexibility also to get uh, uh, to to shut you down outside by getting after on those edges. We call that coming off that edge, big fella. Tennessee got Jake Locker, surprise pick this this early as the number eight pick. And uh, Locker, Locker has uh, has a decent arm. I've seen a guy uh, throw. I thought he had a decent arm. I didn't think he had a, a rocket type arm, but uh, he has some really good physical tools to to uh, and and decent arm strength and excellent mobility. So he's going to really help uh, 
help them as well. Dallas Cowboys pick Tyron Smith out of USC, and this kid is the. Uh, is, is is he going to be able to keep the weight on or put as, as the weight he just already put on? Is he going to be able to keep it on? Because he's a lean, mean, fighting machine. He's agile, mobile, and hostile. This kid can play the game, but uh, the, the question mark ultimately is, is can he play on that left side? Because he's not gonna, they're not going to pay him all that money for him to play on the right side when the money player, first-round draft pick, you have to play on that left side, big fella, because that's where the quarterback needs to, for you to cover his backside, and you the money guy. You got to go to the left side, big fella, so he's going to gonna have to be flexible enough to go over there, Tyron Smith. Now, with that said, we want to go to the next one, which is Jacksonville. Jacksonville picked Blaine Gabbert, the quarterback out of Missouri, and um, uh, this pick came from the Redskins, so this is the tenth pick. And uh, Gabbard was uh, this kid is uh, looked really good at the combines, and so I, I'm, I'm anxious to see. I'm anxious to see what uh, Jacksonville do with him because he's got. Uh, they already have an uh, excellent quarterback down there, and that kid t- took them to the playoffs. So we're going to see how that one pan out. Last one I'm going to say is the number eleven pick out of. Uh, Went uh, out of Wisconsin, defensive end J.J. Watt. Everyone thought he would be a top five pick because he is. He had such an excellent uh, pro day and combine day. So his kid is going to do wonders down there in Houston. All right, we want to take a tic tac, bring it right back, and we're going to cover some more football things when you get back. And please stay with us and come back to From Under the Helmet with D.K. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard-hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemont Williams. Each week, join Lemont as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. 
Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at uh, VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, we have Cam Newton and Jimmy Clausen took the field in North Carolina and uh, where the Panthers reside, and uh, they conducted a, uh, a charity event out there done by their offensive tackle, and uh, this kid was out there at a kickball game organized by Panthers left tackle Jordan Gross to raise money to fight uh, cystic fibrosis. Now, this stands out to me because w- without any any time, much time getting off the clock uh, from the draft, the very next day, this kid's out there helping out with charity events out there in North Carolina uh, and, and in the community, just submerging himself within the community, just winning over the fans, immediately being an impact and a face of the organization. I know that the Carolina Panthers brought him in uh, to talk to him about these things because they, they publicized it very well over the weekend that uh, they called him in on Friday to talk to him about being the face of their organization and how he needs to conduct himself and uh, on and off the field as well as um, – Winning that locker room, winning that huddle, demanding the respect of the guys in that locker room and huddle is paramount for him to, to, uh, to, to secure that so the, the guys respect him uh, by his walk. When I say by his walk, he got to be the first to come, the last to leave. He got to show that he's dedicated to this game by way of what, uh, how he conducts himself uh, uh, within that locker room and uh, on the field as well as uh, he got to go in the gym too and uh, get it done. But the kid is a specimen and uh, – I'm assuming that he's a hard worker. That's all the things I hear about the kid. It's been all positive. So, you know, uh, 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 a PK, what they call a preacher's kid, you know, they they normally are hard workers, but, you know, some of them have a little, uh, get a little dirt underneath their their fingernails, but uh, they're easily cleaned up. Okay. With that said, I'm, I'm just ecstatic to hear that he submerged himself within the community of North Carolina uh, to help out within the community and, and giving out the t-shirts and, and, uh, and, and the things that, and playing that, that kickball game out there with the kids. That's a wonderful thing for him to go out there to do to support his community that he, he plans on, uh, living in and, uh, playing in for quite some time. And, 
and uh, he is definitely going to be the quarterback of the future. He got a few hurdles to overcome. I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure everyone is aware that he has a simplistic offense that he had to run out of Auburn. Now he's got to go learn which has a huge learning curve for him to overcome from that simplistic offense in Auburn. He has to learn a complex offense in with North Carolina. So we have uh, Alfonso on hold. Uh, uh, well, are you there, Alfonso? Yes, I am. How do you feel about that number one pick for the Carolina Panthers, man, with Cam Newton? How do you feel about that pick? Well, you know, I, I play with Doug Williams um, in the United States Football League. And I've learned a lot from him in regards to, you know, a first black quarterback and all that stuff. And I think it's going to be a good fit. He's got a lot to learn. Um, if he let down his pride and, and willing to learn, I think he'll do quite well. Awesome. Now, Alfonso, uh, you and I played back in University of Nevada back in the day when it was uh, Nevada, Reno. We was in a Big Sky Conference. Now they've changed a couple of conferences since you and I have come and gone, and they've gone to D1 opposed to the D1 AA. Man, what is going on in your world nowadays, man? What are you doing and where are you now? Well, you know, after playing in, in my last years in the Canadian Football League with the Hamilton Tiger Cats and um – Floating around the NFL and playing in the USFL and and seeing playing against you and a lot of our old teammates we grew up with in college and uh, now I'm working with youth. Um, I work for a, a place called uh, Sierra uh, Academy School. It's a private school for kids with learning disabilities and uh, with kids with ADDH and AD and autism and and some are everything. So uh, that's what I dedicate my life to giving back to youth and helping families raise some money and, you know, helping families. Man, that's awesome, man. That's that that is definitely God's worth, and uh, there's some uh, blessings within that, man. And now you have uh, three children and uh, and married here in uh, Tempe, Arizona, or is it Chandler, Arizona? I live in Chandler, Arizona. I moved from Miami, Florida, which I was there for about five years, and uh, I'm happy to be back in the Valley since I was here with the uh, Arizona Outlaws under Frank Cush of the United States Football League. Um, you know, I spent some time here and then always wanted to get back to Arizona. I hear you, man. Now, uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about this lockout that's occurring right now with the NFL locking out the players and the players trying to get the lock, lockout lifted so we can keep the workflow going at the same time? We're working to get this work stoppage thing done and get us a collective bargaining agreement. That is the ultimate thing that we're all trying to do and so we can go about our business with professional football. Uh, I just hope that they uh, get all this stuff straight and um – you know, it brought flashbacks of, you know, I played during the strike year in the uh, NFL in what, 87, and that was something that, you know, the teams probably didn't want to do, but they didn't, and, and it gave players an, another opportunity to uh, show what they had and what they can offer the teams, but um, I'm sure it won't get to that. But um, I think uh, they just need to resolve this before the season starts, and players need to just hold their guns, and it will be straightened out. 
You know, some of the things that are that they're trying to take care of with this uh, collective bargain agreement is the retired players have uh, they have a horrendous uh, retirement plan and benefit package for the uh, retired players. When we look across the fence and look at the Major League Baseball uh, retired players and look at the uh, the NBA retired players, their pa- uh, retirement package is much more uh, attractive than the NFL. What the NFL has has the is the leading sport uh, uh, around the world that that uh, uh, leads in the far as the monetary uh, way as well as uh, all other categories and but we don't take care of the players and, and you know what is the reasoning behind that Al what do you think Well I think they need to uh, get behind the players because um, you know the teams make a lot of money uh, Al Irvin uh, shirts. Uh, TV revenue, ESPN, the draft, all this stuff that's traveled all over the world in China. And um, they just need to find a way to get this done, that the players are, are, are benefited when they retire. Um, you know, when we retire, you know, I didn't play but about three years, and you played a lot longer. But, uh, you know, this 10-year thing, I have an itch with this 10-year uh, player thing that to get the compensation. I think that... Um, after not 10 years, but after maybe five or six years, players should be compensated plus also get benefits, um, you know. Yeah, medical medical benefits as well as the retirement. Oh, yeah. Injuries right now. Absolutely. My hands, a headache, and back injuries. And, you know, I go to the doctor, they prescribe me medication. And, um, and, you know, I wish I could go back and uh, figure 10 years without how I'm going to feel. Right. And get some kind of compensation for it. Now I can't. Yeah. So it's a it's a lot they got to look at. Yes, and that, those are some of the things they're talking about uh, during this uh, collective bargaining agreement, and and with the mediator that the judge has in the room with with uh, uh, either party. They they this guy splits the time with. Uh, both parties in separate rooms. So when he goes room to room, uh, and, and, and the rooms that they're separate, separated because we can't put them all in one room, or it's it's, it's, it's explosive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys oh, yeah. get heated, you know. A lot uh, of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money. A lot of money is uh, is involved with uh, and a lot of competitiveness between the between both parties, and 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 everybody's trying to cover their their six. But you know, and for the the, for the entire uh, t- totality of the game, we want uh, the uh, to also leave leave a little room for growth. And and with that said, the 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 NFL uh, uh, Players Association has to allow the owners a little bit of leeway to allow for growth and for also to take care of the current players as well. So, so when these kids, uh, when these kids get older, we, we won't be at the table again doing this, uh, fighting for these same benefits, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. Um, I just hope that they get it straightened out. I, you know, I wish I was playing at this time to get some of these benefits. 
Oh yeah. man, you you know what, man? That you and I both, man. But these guys, these kids are are really living the dream these days, and I'm I'm just so so happy that they got this. Uh, the draft is behind them now, and they got it done. And now we got we get the chance to move on, and but we uh, we still got got this situation hanging over our head to, that they got to get the collective bargaining agreement done. So, uh, so these guys can really find out if they're going to have a uh, salary cap on. Uh, if, Entry for these uh, rookies coming in. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, what kind of what kind of leverage the veterans going to have now? As far as is this going to change the the weighted scale on on uh, the veterans players getting uh, getting compensation? There's a whole lot at at at, uh, at uh, issues that's going to have to that's get resolved. State, yeah, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. whole lot of different things. Absolutely, most people don't think of. You know, most people just think of uh, owners holding out because they want more money. Players, you know. Public is also thinking that well, uh, well the players got to be treated right, but they don't know all these other different things that are involved. Absolutely. Well, Al, I want to thank you for coming on and joining me on the show, and um, love to have you back. So, uh, uh, so st- please stay tuned to this uh, VoiceAmerica.com from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at uh, Voice America. And uh, don't forget that number, 888-346-9144. Got you. Hey, thanks, Spread man. All right, brother. Hey, stay with us, man, and uh, 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 I'll talk to you later, okay? All right. Have a good That's one, good. man. Bye-bye. All right, we want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back after these messages. We got uh, coming back with some John Elway supporting T-Bow, so it's going to be nice. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Fantasy Sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play Fantasy Sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. Tune in every week as Dish Adams and his guests clue you in on the fantasy football game, what's happening on and off the field, and how it will affect your fantasy team. These experts aren't just beat writers assigned to fantasy football. They live and breathe the game. Tune in to Fantasy Insights with Dish Adams every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. This Is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at uh, voiceamerica.com. Don't forget to call in at uh, 888-346-9144. This is our call-in number. Please feel free to call in. All right, we have John Elway is supporting Tim Tebow, and uh, his regime is supporting him. Uh, uh, You know, Tebow is has been suspect in the past and uh, didn't didn't do too bad on the back stretch of the season by putting putting together a few wins, um, but uh, during the time that they had uh, uh, was it McDaniel's there that. Uh, uh, Josh McDaniels, their head coach, that who was fired and got rid of all of his star players, and uh, during his time there, his short time there, man, I tell you, I I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody put a, a, take a team apart such as he did, but uh, he did and ran off most of his players. They went four and twelve last season. Tebow uh, led the Broncos with six rushing touchdowns last season, and. Uh, Elway describes the young quarterback's mobility and, ta- and intangible qualities as unique. And uh, those comments on and, and Elway revealing his plans to be directly involved with Tebow and Denver's other quarterbacks are were encouraging. Uh, Tebow said, "So you know, t- uh, John Elway is, is fully supporting this young man, and um, out of out of Florida, uh, for being, uh, you know, he was the Florida Gator, out of out of University of Florida, and um, you know, he got him, a, he got him one of them Heisman's, and he got him a, a, a national championship under his belt, and did well for himself. So the guy has a, a winning pedigree that is uh, that is something to be admired. But those is his college days. This is the NFL. That means not for long. If you don't get it together, this young man has the intangibles to get that uh, get it together. But he's gonna have to put it together in a hurry because those fans up in uh, up in Denver, Colorado, they are used to winning, and I mean in, in fine fashion. And they have that Taj Mahal-looking stadium that they have out there now. They want a winner, and I want I mean now. They want it now. So this is going to be an interesting season to, to see them bring this guy along. Um, uh Elway said that Tebow will compete with veterans Kyle Orton, Brady Quinn, uh, and Brady Quinn for the starting job. Tebow's potential was the reason the Broncos used the number two overall draft pick and their other premium draft choices on rebuilding the NFL's worst defense rather than taking a young quarterback. Yes, so, you know, they're putting all their their marbles on this kid. So, you know, they're going to stick it out with him. So, you know, this is some things that you got to take a look at when you're looking at a young quarterback and uh, and you plan on developing him within the NFL. Next on, we have Texas uh, draft uh, 
Azugwa last, and he was the last guy. And they um, they called this guy uh, the last pick in the NFL draft, which was the 254th pick, the final pick of the NFL draft Saturday. They called this guy that uh, Mr. Irrelevant, and the moniker is traditionally given to the last pick. And it's a big relief, uh, Abazuga said. I'm blessed to have this opportunity, no matter what was going to be the outcome, whether it's free agency, being the last pick, or being fifth Round pick, I just wanted the opportunity to play the game. He's got a wonderful attitude, and he's out of Weber State. He's a receiver, uh, and um, and he's going to Detroit. So, you know, Detroit uh, is going to have opportunity to uh, bring the Mr. Irrelevant uh, to make him relevant in this NFL draft. So I'm, I'm excited to see the kid get a, get a chance because they, uh, they said this kid was awesome. And Jim Harbaugh expects Alex Smith back, although they drafted my guy out of University of Nevada. This kid um, <clears throat> that was drafted is uh, 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 Colin Kaepernick, uh, was a 36 overall pick in the second round Friday. And Alex is definitely going to have the... The, the head start, but he has played in the NFL. He's gone one games in the NFL. Harbaugh said, if I'm a betting man, then I'm betting on Alex Smith. So those of you down in San Francisco, uh, they're putting their money on Alex Smith. I'm telling you right now, uh, on, uh, 5-2-2011 at, um, uh, 554 that uh, Colin Kaepernick is going to beat out Alex Smith because this guy has intangibles and a winning way of winning over that locker room, the huddle, the whole bit. This guy demands respect, and uh, he has also those other uh, physical attributes of speed, quickness, and strength to get the things done. So he's going to have to put on some pounds to take that beating uh, that the NFL dishes out. But I think this kid has the framework to do what needs to get done there in San Francisco which puts the pressure on everybody here in in uh, the Cardinal land over here. So they've they become quite the uh, uh, rivalry nowadays. So this is going to be interesting pushing along here in this NFC West. It's going to shape up to be real nice. All right. We also, uh, very, very briefly, I want to say Ray Lewis just uh, helped out a family here, that uh, lady that, that uh, ran a car into the Hudson River to uh, – to also uh, kill uh, kill up her kids uh, uh, in, in the drowning. Uh, uh, the surviving chi- uh, child, LaShawn Armstrong, attended a Manhattan uh, fundraiser Saturday night for the United Athletes Foundation, which is supported by the Baltimore Ravens star. Some of the proceeds will go to the Creative Relief Fund to provide him with mentoring, counseling, and tutoring. So Ray Lewis is giving back in the community, and I'm glad to see that he's doing that. And it's uh, always wonderful to see our guys give back to the community. All right, the uh, NFL wrapped up uh, the uh, last day of the draft on, on Saturday, and you know, I, I mentioned the, the Mr. Irrelevant and, and uh, uh, 
it's it's no fun being the last pick overall, but uh, I tell you, the, the kid's going to have a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to show his talents and, and prove some, some people wrong that they probably should have picked him earlier. With that said, I want to I want to uh, give thanks to the Robert Tate uh, Foundation. He uh, gave a basketball game last night over at uh, U.S. Airways Arena to raise money for the uh, dyslexic program that he does to send kids over to Sylvania School to get their get their education and uh, to to help uh, correct some of their dyslexic problems. Um, I also want to. Um, Say that we have a junior sports, uh, <clears throat> junior sports, uh, Inc. has a, uh, camps, uh, one being given this weekend out in, uh, in Houston, Texas. So look, look for junior rank sports com and take a look at that, uh, that website to find out which city they're going to be in next. Um, also I want to touch on, Pro Ed's performance from Derek Kennard Jr. out in Chandler, Arizona. Check him out over at uh, uh, ProEdsPerformance.com and get your workout on with Junior out there. All right. Hey, it's been another great day here in the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona. And I want to thank you all for, uh, for visiting and joining me and Alfonso Williams from University of Nevada, old school cat came back to holler at me hey i want to thank you and come return back with us next week and i appreciate your support all right see you next week from under the helmet Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.